It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards get blown out like a candle, 140 to 101 in Cleveland, led by 24 points from Max Struess. And Spotted did his thing tonight for the Cleveland Cavs. So we're going to recap the game, look at what went wrong for the Wizards tonight, and then we're going to chop it up at the end like we always do. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, and I'm here with my backcourt mate, the real Ed Oliver. We appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets for any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, E, the Washington Wizards night gets smoked like a cheap pack of cigarettes, 140 to 101 in Cleveland. So, I mean, you know, we say it all the time, man. Um, different games, same script. So, mm-hmm. what went wrong tonight, man? Uh, everything. Everything went wrong yeah. for the Washington Wizards. Um, I mean, it's, it's <clears throat> you know, last night we joked around about the bench. Craig Porter, you know, who he played for and 2K created player, and he ended up with eight points. Sam Merrill, four three, uh, three threes, 11 points. Karis LeVert, 21 points off the bench. Georges Niang, 15 points. Tristan Thompson almost had a double-double. And guess what? Jared Allen had 19 and 17, so he almost had a 20-20 game like Mark Williams. Wow. Every single preview, I bring up Gafford, and I love Gaff. Not just his fault. It's the roster construction because they just don't have, after Gafford, Mescal is your backup, yeah. and I don't even know. Yeah, Gallo didn't play at all. This was a DNP. Not like they just rested Gallo. He just decided, Wes just decided not to play Gallinari at all. I don't know. I don't know why uh, Wes decided. I'm not saying it would have changed anything at all. It, would, it wouldn't have changed anything at all. But um, yeah, I mean, Jared Allen dominated 19 points, 17, 17 points, 19 rebounds. It just made it look really easy rebounding the ball. And then Max Struess, man, six threes, like, he had a bunch of wide open threes that we just let him. It was like target practice. It was like the yeah. three point contest out there. Honestly, same thing with George and Yang. He had three threes. Donovan Mitchell hitting four threes. The largest lead was forty four for the Cavaliers. Our largest lead was five. They out rebounded us. They just punked us and bullied us at times, or just bullied the. I'm not gonna say us this tonight. Uh, they just punked the Wizards. Wizards <laughs> <laughs> tonight. I'll always be a fan, but seriously, they punked and out physical. Out hustled, outworked. Somebody in the couple we'll get to the comments later, of course. But somebody said that uh, Max Struess bullied Daniel Gaffer. There was a there was a play where Isaac Kuro bodied Landry Shamet. Landry Shamet tried to take a charge, and he you know he f- f- fell backward. But Isaac Kuro bodied him. So sixty two boards to thirty six. The Cavs had sixty two rebounds. The Wizards only had thirty six. I mean that's just so they they basically they they literally doubled the Wizards rebounds. Thirty six plus thirty six is is uh what's that seventy two. So they almost doubled. The Washington Wizards rebounds, which is just inexcusable and really ridiculous. So uh, the Wizards didn't come ready to play at night. They got punched in the mouth and didn't respond. 37 assists for the Cavs to 22. 
Um, just you can go down every statistical category. Sixty-eight points in the paint for the Cavs to the Wizards, fifty-two. Every statistical cat the the Cavs shot twenty. They made twenty threes tonight. Twenty for forty-two, forty-seven percent from the three-point line. Just way too easy. Uh, they just look like and they were in a different league. And this is without Evan Mobley. This is without Darius Garland. So they were not full strength at all. And uh, the Wizards got dominated 140, 100, 101. They were down by 44 at one point. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a tough one. <laughs> tough one for them playing and tough one to watch, man. I mean, I but mean, Johnny Davis got a dunk. Yeah, I mean, look, Johnny Davis got a dunk, man. So we got, we got to pop some bottles, man. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a blowout, man. I mean, they dominated every area of the game, man. Um, I think the hardest I saw the Wizards play with the first seven minutes of the first quarter. After that, the Cavs took over and that was it. Um, rebounding is just abysmal again, abysmal. It's hard to watch. I mean, we gave up what 35 points or 35 um second chance points. Come on, man. I mean, it was fu- it's frustrating to watch because I'm sitting here watching with my wife, man, and, and um I'm watching them get two, three rebounds in one possession. And, and there was a couple possessions where they gave them two, three offensive rebounds, and they still were missing. I mean. They had so many chances, man. The, the rebounding is just hard to watch. We are. This is probably the worst rebounding team I've seen in DC. I say it again. This is the worst Wizards team as far as rebounding I've ever seen in DC. I mean, they're just abysmal. Um, defensively, every aspect again, they got smoked. I mean, the three point line. I mean, their the rotations continue to be slow. They're taking their time. Um, you're not closing out the shooters. I mean, shooters have two, three seconds to get a shot off. I mean, it's just there's, there's no effort, there's no passion, there's no heart. Um, and I'm I'm gonna say, man, I, I believe they checked out, I, especially the vets. I think a lot of the, a lot of the vets, man, are checked out. They're, everybody's looking forward to the deadline because look, I mean, the news is out. You know, Kyle Kuzma and Tyus Jones are on the, tr- the trade block, so they know that after the deadline, the, the priority is going to be developing young players. You know, is officially going to be a rebuild. Um, and you know, everybody knew that the deadline was the, the point we're looking at because they had to get a lot of these veteran contracts off the books. And that's where you're really going to see the, the rebuild, man. But they checked out. And it's, it's unfortunate, man, because, <laughs> you know, as a fan, it's like, <laughs> why watch, man, if, you, if you're going to check out? Like, it, it's, it's just it's, it's unfortunate, man, because we got dominated. I mean, they, they yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's many words to describe it, man. But, I mean, like you said, almost every statistical category, they, they dominated us. And that's without Evan Mobley. That's without Darius Garland. I mean, their bench dominated. They they destroyed our bench. I mean, and even when you look at um, how the the, um, the first and second unit overlap, their second unit was rolling with our first at certain moments in the game. Man, I mean, they 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 played well. I mean, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you can definitely expect that. But Max Struess, um playing the two guard in um, Mitchell's spot because Garland's out. Twenty four points, nine for thirteen for shooting. E six for eight from three, man. Like he just he did whatever he wanted from perimeter, whatever he wanted. Um, looking at the wizard side, this is why I don't bet on the wizards. <laughs> I mean, because they got me tonight, man. They got me tonight. I mean, Jordan Poole, eight points, three for eleven from the field. Tyus Jones, nine points, four for eleven from the field. Uh Deniavia, seven points, six rebounds, three eleven from the field. Kyle Kuzma, very underwhelming. 16 points, seven for 12 from the field, two for six from three. Daniel Gafford, 12 points five rebounds one block 20 minutes played but he got dominated not only did he get dominated from or dominated by the opposing center he got dominated by max Struess at times in the paint and that is just i don't even know what to say to that i mean i expect a lot more from gaff man i mean there's one thing to match up against 
you know, Allen and then lose that battle because Allen, look, he's a solidified veteran in this league now, man. He's, he's a consistent guy in the paint. But Max Struess, man, come on. We, I got to see better effort than that. I mean, it's just, just it's tough to watch because I hate to say it. I believe they have checked out. I, I believe they officially checked out to the deadline. And it's just, to me, I, I'm going to be 100 with you, and I'm going to be 100 with everybody, man. I, I, I don't like that. That doesn't, I, I don't like that. You know, they, we say a lot about culture and playing hard. You know, certain guys who are playing for spots, if you're checked out, maybe it's time for you to roll. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's certain, like I said, everybody on this roster is tradable. If you're really going to check out, I mean, because like, like I said, I get it. It's a, it's a rebuild. I, I totally get that. I know we're not going to be very good. I get that. Effort, culture, playing hard, man. It's one thing to play hard. And then there's a talent gap, which we do have a lot compared to most teams in the league. We have a talent gap and lose. I get that. But to check out. Yeah, man, um, I'm definitely joining want to shop everybody. And that's just my humble opinion, because that is not the right move when it comes to culture, man. Not the right move at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, you, you I know you're going to be in the practice facility soon. And um, I know you can get the vibes and the the energy that's you know the players have, and you know you can tell that they're they're ready they're ready for February whatever the day is of the trade deadline. They're ready to they're just ready for that day. Um, yeah. It shows in their effort, them not closing out, them not getting the shooters, them not you know knowing their personnel. Like Sam Merrill can clearly shoot the three, Max Strews can shoot the three, Donovan Mitchell can shoot the three, Niang, all these guys can come in and shoot the three and. Yeah, they're just you know giving up 140 points, like that's that's just ridiculous. It really is. It's it's, it's matador defense. It's you can't guard a parked car. You can't guard a stop sign. Everything that Kyle Kuzma said, Bradley Bill when he was here too, couldn't do the same either. And um, yeah, I think these guys they're they're either ready for Cancun or they're ready for the All Star break, which they could be on the Cancun or wherever, <laughs> and uh, they're ready to be traded to a different team. And you can certainly tell. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, e, I, it's unfortunate, man. And the reason for that is because, no, like I said, man, I get it's a rebuild. They're not going to be very good. There's a big talent gap between the Wizards and most teams. But my thing is this, man, to check out, I, I don't know what kind of message that really sends, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, just quit. I, I, I don't like that. And they quit. I mean, there was no effort tonight. Mm-hmm. It was very minimal effort. I mean, they just, everybody. I mean, everybody was watching people just roll by them. I mean, Two minutes in the first quarter, I noticed. As a matter of fact, I'll say this: the first basket that Cleveland scored, Gafford stood there and watched. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just what are we doing, man? Like the culture change. It's a lot of changes need to happen, mm-hmm. and I'm not just looking at the deadline tra- trades, man. I'm looking at uh, several positions in, on this team, man. Some changes need to happen because this is not just on the players. Yeah, the players checked out, but who's running the locker room? Like this kind of effort is not acceptable, in my opinion. I mean, you know, you got to at least try. You know, you got a lot of people paying good money to come out and watch you play, man. And to see this type of performance, man, is is just it sends the wrong message to this fan base. It really does. And it, and and this is why when you go to Cap One, it's just like FedEx. You're outnumbered by other teams because, you know, what? How do you supposed to feel as a fan for this team when you you know you spend money to watch them and then they turn around and. You just don't you don't care. You don't put any kind of effort. Like, mm. what are we doing? So this is, you know, this is a obviously a blowout loss, man. But I'm very disappointed in the effort I saw from this team overall, man, because, it, it, you know, you got to have you got to play hard. You got to play to win. I get this Cleveland. I thought it was a favorable matchup. But, you know, Cleveland, they came to win. And clearly we didn't even show up. So, mm. yeah, so. nobody's going to Alexandria to watch this. Like nobody's going to gallery, please. 
to watch this if they continue to play. And it, I get it. It's a rebuild, so there's going to be more of this. You know, they, they're trying to get the best draft pick. So I get it. But at the same time, you still can play with heart, still be, can be competitive, and still play close games, you know. Um, but, no, I'm totally for the rebuild and, and getting the best draft pick. But, you know, they, they definitely can play with better after this. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, I mean, overall, it was a bad loss, but I expect more effort-wise and culture-wise. So we're going to go ahead and move on, man. Um, yeah, we need better help. Yeah, we all, yeah, we definitely need better help, man. So definitely check that out. So tonight's episode is brought to you by Better Help. So I'm a big believer in talking to somebody, whether it's a therapist, a friend, somebody to talk to is very, very important. Um, peace of mind is very important now. Um, if you have benefited from therapy, feel free to um definitely share your experience in the comments below. But um, if you're thinking about starting therapy, definitely give better help a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge um all you have to do is to celebrate the progress you've already made because BetterHelp is definitely here to help so visit betterhelp.com slash locked on nba today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash locked on nba hi i'm jake from locked on There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Day is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. The Locked On Sports Day on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So um, like I said, e, I mean, I kind of getting, you know, kind of getting back into it, man. Um, to me, this loss, it really kind of shines a lot of the bad areas and a lot of the changes we need to make with this team man i mean like i said th- this effort is it's just it didn't sit right with me because like i said e, and i'm gonna say it again i feel like i'm being a dead horse <laughs> definitely tell me to shut up if i'm talking about it but i mean honestly man um the, the part of the foundation of a rebuild is playing the right way it's hard work working hard you know that that is that's the first thing you need to solidify in the rebuild you know what i'm saying i mean you, you know this one thing to have a talent gap which we clearly do for most teams in this league outside of maybe San Antonio and, and Detroit. But to check out, I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm done with two areas, man. Yeah. The deadline, we need to, we need to sell as much as we can. And at the end of the year, we need to look at the head coaching position because your players are indicative of the coach. You know, if you got players out there, the lollygag and watching people run by them, man, you know, that, that, that is a coaching issue too. You know, he needs to put his foot down and he needs to, I mean, he needs to run his locker room. There is no reason they need to check out. You know, I mean, because what are we doing? I get it. We were not good. I get that. But 
you know, I'm, I'm just going to shut up because I mean, because to me, it was just it does not sit right with me, man. Um, the check out like that. They, this was probably the worst performance of the year. And we've had a lot of them, let me tell you. But I mean, it, it's just it's unwatchable because there's no effort, no heart. People are just standing by. Like I said, the very first basket of the game, I noticed Gaff sit there and watch it. Because I believe the first basket was what Jared Allen. Um, yeah, it was a dunk. Yeah, it was the, that putback dunk. Yeah. So it's just no effort, man. I mean, if you're a vet, I, and if I'm the GM, if I'm my, um, if I'm Will Dawkins, man, I'm putting everybody on notice. Mm. You, you want to put no effort, man, because we're trying to build culture here, man. We're trying to build, and that is ground zero of what you do in the rebuild, building culture. You know, you you develop your young guys off of the culture of working hard. You know what I mean? To, to check out, and you look at Bilal, man. This night, he showed effort. Had a terrible night. Had a terrible night, but he showed effort. He was mm. still out there hustling, man. So why is it that your your first round pick from the your previous draft is playing harder than guys that have been in the league for a minute? I just it, I just, I, I'm, yeah, I'm done, man. <laughs> it's just, it was hard to watch. I mean, it's one thing to get blown out. It's another thing to get blown out in such a fashion where you don't even show up. They might as well have stayed at the hotel. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. Eve. Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head on, on a lot of good points. Um, I guess the only, the only somewhat positive thing I could say is Johnny Davis got minutes, but they were. <laughs> Minutes when the game was way out of hand, and actually, that's not a positive, it's a bad thing thinking about it because your first round pick from last year, West didn't even want to put him in the game until they were down by 35 to 40 points, you know. So, he can't even get competitive or real, uh, you know, minutes. He can't get minutes in a competitive game, he has to, it has to be we wave the white flag and he gets in, you know. He went what one for three from the field. Did have a nice dunk at the end. He did airball a layup. He was trying to do too much and try to avoid yeah. contact. So that was that was uh that was that was not a good play by him. But you know, within the five minutes, you know, he tried. Uh just looking at Bilal, who went two for twelve. You know, he's a rookie, so there's gonna be some games where he has some rough nights. I shot the ball twelve times and only had five points, one for four from the three point line. Um, one play he was indecisive and then made a turnover, then he airballed a three. I uh, did have some nice blocks. He blocked uh Tristan Thompson. And then I want to say he blocked Strews. There was those were some really really nice blocks. He had four fouls as well, so he almost had as many fouls as points. And um, how many steals did he have here? Let's see here. Steals he had three steals. So I mean he he filled up the stat sheet in other ways. Like I said, didn't shoot the ball well, but. There's some other things. It was a minus 24 tonight as well. But as a rookie, like you got to get those minutes. You got to get those. You got to get those reps. You got to get ways to. You got to find what works and doesn't work it for your game in the NBA. You got to have those rough nights to learn from and get better. That's the only way he's going to get better. So, you know, I, I, you know, I've seen a lot of people, you know, complaining about his minutes as of late, and you know, I definitely understand that too. And he's got to be more aggressive as well and be more assertive when he gets the basketball. You know, so West, you know. He's sticking with the veterans over them. You you asked him that question. That was a really good question about the showcasing and whatnot. I do think some yeah. of it is showcasing, of course. That he's just not going to say it. You know, he knows yeah. he can't say it, but we know what they're doing as far as like you know. We got the the reports coming out that Kuzma could be gone for multiple. I don't believe that, but he could be gone for multiple first round picks. Tyus Jones has good trade value according to the report that we talked about yesterday, and um, you know you got you got to probably going to have to move DeLon and a lot of other guys. So, yeah, it, it, it's just a weird rotation, a wonky rotation. Jordan Poole, super inconsistent as well. Eight points tonight, three for 11. So nobody played well. So I'm not going to sing a lot of Jordan Poole. 
But um, yeah, it's just another ugly game. Like you said, the effort, man, it's just not there right now. The guys look, they just look, they just look like they've checked and they're ready for Cancun. You know, they really do. They look like they're ready for Cancun, and they're ready for the trade deadline at this point. But um, yeah, Blau, I don't care if he goes two for twenty. He just has to get these some of these bad games out of the way in his career. You know, this is this is what rookies go through. So I, I don't I don't mind him having a rough shoot night. I just want to see him be aggressive. Oh, I'm with you, man. Um, bad shooting night, but I like the aggression. I like, you know, he's definitely comfortable taking those shots. And that's what I like. You know, his offensive side is definitely coming along. You know, you're going to see a lot of hiccups, you know, because he's definitely evolved a lot quicker than we thought he was on the offensive end. Now, defensively, again, I mean, you already nailed it. Then um, nailing the head, man. I mean, what is it? Three steals, two blocks. So defensively, he's a monster. I mean, he the effort is there defensively, just offensively, a lot more consistency. But, you know, it's not on a single player tonight because everybody's struggling. I mean, Kispert had a decent night. I mean, over five from three. But, he, you know, I believe he knew he drove. Um, he did his thing, you know, what he usually does. Um, I mean, four for six from the line. So, but, you know, Jones struggled. Poole struggled. Denny struggled. Gaff struggled. I mean, Kuzma struggled. I mean, it was just a struggle. You know, it just it, no ball movement. Um, <laughs> it just ISO. It just uh, we were so stagnant. It was no, we didn't push the pace. It was just there was there was no part of this game team wise or even individually where I see, you know that we even looked half decent. This was a bad loss, and it's and, you know and, and I get it. We, we you can definitely expect a lot of these losses, but it's bad because they totally checked out. And they don't realize, man, that when you check out, you're not just checking out on yourself. You're checking out on the fans, man. And I get it. A lot of them want to go to another team, man. But still, I mean, again, people pay big money, man. People hurting right now. You know, you go out there and you shove over a couple hundred dollars for NBA tickets, man, and you checking out. That sends the wrong message, man. So I think that, you know, with this showing, man, this should send a signal to the front office. Because I think that not only have they checked out to a certain degree, and I really hate to say this, man, because I actually like Wes, man. But I think that a certain degree, man, he's lost the locker room a little bit, man, because you know he's got to he's got to put his foot down. You know, you got to go out there, you got to play hard, man. None of this lollygagging. I mean, it's just to me, it didn't sit well. So I'm just going to know what I like that, man. Yeah, no, 100, percent man, uh, I'm with you. So we're gonna um, we're gonna get a quick word from Fanduel, and then we're gonna hop into some comments. We have a Johnny Davis burner in here, so <laughs> definitely have a little bit of fun with that for sure. Johnny Davis is in the house. Shout out to Johnny Davis for showing up in the chat. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Everything I told you guys to do, bet on the Cavaliers money line so you can get the $150 of bonus bets. I told you to bet on or wager on Jared Allen, any big man that plays against the Wizards. He, he can get a 20-20 game. Now, he didn't get the 20 points, 20 boards game like Mark Williams, but he was very, very close to it. And uh, if it wasn't a blow, he might have gotten it. Now, next game when we play the Cavs again, he, he might. Get twenty points. Excuse me, twenty points and twenty rebounds. But I would definitely bet on him to to get a double double and win versus the Wizards. That's what I that's what I bet on on Fanduel. It was like minus one seventy six. But I, I just took it anyway. You know, a win is a win is a win, and money is money. So, but um, Fanduel, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with Fanduel, America's number one sports. But right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live game, live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. 
FanDuel official partner of the NFL. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so we'll read a couple of comments here. We're going to see you guys tomorrow night, too. Uh, let's see here. James Sheets. I made the comment here. He asked a question since, you know, Brandon, you are in the practices now. He said, uh, have either of you guys seen, uh, and Brandon, since you now have insight, uh, have either of you guys ever seen the Wizards doing rebound, <laughs> excuse me, drills or practice this season? Like ever, I'm looking for a single box. So, so Brandon, this is a question for you. <laughs> nah, man, but they need to. They need to get in there and box out, man. I mean, I mean, that's a good point, though. I mean, the fundamentals of a rebound, they're just missing. No boxing out, no passion. It's just, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm about to go out there and start a drill, but they look at me, we're going to box out, man. But, um, <laughs> It's just it's hard to watch, man. I mean, rebounding. We this is I'm telling you, this is the worst rebounding team I've ever seen mm-hmm. as far as Wizards, man. I yeah. mean, there's no effort in the rebounding, man. So yeah, I think they are dead last in rebounding. Actually, we talked about it yesterday in the preview. Yeah, the Wizards are the re- worst rebounding team in the NBA, and it definitely, you can definitely, you can tell on the eye test that they are the worst uh, rebounding team in the league for sure. I mean, giving up. You know, every big man we play against has a double. Yeah, they're they're 30th in total rebounding, so they are the worst. They are the worst in the league right now. Offensive rebounding, they're 29th. Defensive rebounding, they're 27th. So, yeah, they are the worst rebounding team in the league for sure. And um, this is something that we we definitely – you can definitely tell by the eye test for sure. Uh, Kay Cotty says, this is the worst defensive performance I've seen. What a joke. Daniel Gaffrey got backed down on bullying in the paint by Max Trues. Yeah, I mean – like I said, Okoro did the same thing, but he did it to Shemet, and Shemet is shorter and smaller than Okoro. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just about physicality. That's one thing that they got to change on this team, man. Like, the Wizards have been a finesse team for a long time. I think the only time we played with physicality was when we had John Wall and uh, Markeith Morris. You know, he was kind of a tough guy. You know, wasn't scared to get attacked or bully somebody yeah. or hit somebody or whatever, body somebody. Not saying, like, a cheap shot, but, you know, Sometimes you just need that that mean guy that's gonna body somebody. So you had Markeith. Um, of course, John Wall was a tough, tough, tough nose player. Yeah. You just don't have that right now on this roster. Nowhere near that. Um, hungriness. We just don't have it. Even the Polish Hammer, you know, he played with toughness as well. You know, give him credit. And uh, we we just haven't had that since Death Row DC at all. We we just don't have it right now. We just don't have that toughness, that grit. We just don't have, and that's one thing that I'm looking for: Will Dawkins, Michael Winger, and Travis Schlink to draft guys that play hard, play with a lot of energy, and I kind of just have that mean streak to them. You know, we need yeah. some guys on this roster. We just don't have. We have a lot of nice guys, and it's it's good to have nice guys. Kind of like with the Commanders, like a lot of nice guys, 
a lot of like Rivera wanted it that way. But sometimes you just need you just need some some mean guys that are, are not scared to bully people out there. Yeah, that's why the commander has that second round, uh, second overall pick. I'm saying so. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, man. We need some uh Deshaun Stevenson's up in here, man. Some Marquise Morris's, man. We need some guys yeah, with attitude, yeah. man. You know what I mean? It's just but that's what I'm kind of going to, man. It's like, all right, when you think of defensive minded coaches, this would not happen under Thibodeau, man. This would not happen under Thibodeau. I mean, this, this lack of discipline, this lollygagging, carefree attitude, not playing hard, that's not happening under certain coaches. That's not happening under Pat Riley, man. I mean, there's other coaches in the league. That's not happening. I mean, even Doc Rivers would not let that happen. I mean, he's got to he's got to take control of his locker room or he's going to lose it. Because the players, I mean, the, I say it again, man, and I, I really mean this. There's a big difference between, you know, not just not being a good team and going out there and playing hard and losing. I could take that. But when you just quit, I mean, they got smoked. I mean, they lost, what, by 39 points? I mean, at one point, it was 44 points. I mean, that is a, that's a blowout. I mean, that they got smoked. I mean, and it's because they showed no passion, no energy, nothing. I mean, the rebounding is just bad. The defense on every aspect of defense is bad. So, I mean, I'm to the point now, major changes need to happen. Now, I don't know if they're going to wait till the end of the year. I think with, um, Ted Leon says it's not known to fire coaches in the middle of the season, but I think at this point, the front off has to really, really, really thank that whole decision of exercising his fourth year option because you have not seen any improvement of this team in three years. Every year we've been bad at defense, man. We've we've switched our personnel here and there, but it's the same MO. We're just not a good defensive team. And, you know, like I said, your players are, are, are emulated by the coach. You know, he's got to get into these guys, man, because this is just not – this is not – yeah, I, I, very frustrating, man, because to not even care, man, it's just what, what are you really telling your fan base, man? People that are really trying to be loyal and sit through a rebuild, what, what are you telling me, man? If you're not even putting effort in year one, <laughs> what, what are you trying to get me to sit through? Like, you got you to gotta play to win, regardless of your talent level. You play to win. So, mm. Yeah, some very interesting comments here. Um, Johnny Davis trolling here. I'll read one Johnny Davis comment. <laughs> Uh, he says, but I believe Johnny is, is better than DeLon, right? Uh, T. Martin says, stop calling a rebuild brand. It's not a rebuild if you're not building anything. Um, it, it's supposed to it's supposed to be a rebuild. Yeah. It's supposed to be that. It just depends on the draft. Right now with these guys, they're not going to – they're just not going anywhere. It, it just – we really have to wait on, on the draft. We have to wait until June and see what happens with the, with the draft. Really, the lottery and then the draft, of course, and then you know just how the rookie, whoever they get, is developed and played for the next two years. And then a lot of people concerned about this this staff, West until Junior coaching up whatever guy we draft. So a lot of people concerned about that, which I totally understand your concerns. People who are saying that, so that that's that's just that's just what what's going to happen. Or and and what do we do with with trading people? What assets do we get back, and how do we use them in the draft? Yeah, I mean, that's also a good pointy. Um, but, you know, one comment, man, because I know we're getting ready to close it out. Um, they're going to have to earn this rebuild, man, because, you know, looking at a lot of these young guys, you know, we we said this last year and we said this in offseason, you know, do other teams value our young guys like we value them? Like, obviously, the emphasis is on Bilal, but, I mean, they, they got a lot of work to do, man. Um, they got have a lot of work to do because this this culture they have going on now is, is just not very good. I mean, it is – Change is gonna happen, and then you know this is this game kind of woke me up, man. Like enough's enough. Like the defense and the rebounds that bad, they got it. They gotta change something. 
because you cannot continue to look like this. There's a big difference between losing and playing hard, and there's a big difference in checking out. And they just got smoked, and that's mm. that's it. They, they, yeah, Shirley B says uh, Matador defense. Yeah, that's what I said, Matador defense. He said new one, OLA, OLA. Uh, a lot of good comments <laughs> here. Uh, so yeah, he says, but on the plus side, I save money switching my car insurance. There you and go. then uh, New Vision Studio says, after watching this game, and I and the and the team need better help. Uh, shout out to DC Hoopla who came on the show a couple weeks ago. He says, as I said during the game, JB Bicker staff coaching is light years ahead of Wes Unsell Jr. Yeah. And uh, he also said a new re- rebounding was gonna going to be an issue with Gaff being the only true big man we have. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that, that's all they got. They have nobody else. Nah. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. the center position is, is is the bad spot right now. They got right. you know, it it really is. Yeah, um, uh, Jared Butler he won the G League Player of the Week nice. this past week, averaging twenty three points a game in the G League, so he's doing a good job. He went for two for two tonight. This is David Butler's comment. I uh, talking about Jared Butler. Yeah, Jared Butler uh, definitely he uh, has, has looked good in the G League. Yeah, definitely some troll comments. This is what happens <laughs> when they get blown out. You know, stuff like this happens. You know, troll comments and and uh, it turns into a comedy show for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a comedy show tonight, man. But um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and call it a night. Um, but again, before we roll, I mean, just just was a total team loss. I mean, mm. it's just a total loss. So I mean, going forward, man, Friday night, I I, I want to see some effort. I mean, they got to play harder, man. They have to play harder. I mean, this is you can't continue to see games like this, man. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm I'm in it to win it. I'm here. I'm I'm gonna be here <laughs> for the rebuild, man. I'm but you know, they've gotta they gotta play harder, man. They cannot check out. So mm-hmm. to me, that's just that's giving people the wrong answer. So mm-hmm. um, so before we roll, man, anything else you want to talk about? No, that's it, yeah. It's a it's an ugly rebuild, but um yeah, we're we're gonna be here for sure. Yeah, it's quasi-moto ugly, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely appreciate you guys showing up tonight, man. Uh anyway, you get your um podcast five-star review is much appreciated. Uh YouTube side, like, subscribe, definitely subscribe to Locked on Wizards, man. We're gonna definitely chop it up. Long season, man, but we have fun on here, man. And definitely the heading into the offseason, it's gonna be a good time. So definitely, definitely recommend you guys become members of Locked On Wizards. So uh again, appreciate you guys. So we will see you tomorrow night. And, of course, the Wizards, again, do play the Cavs in Cleveland Friday night. So they hopefully get back on track and play harder next time. So uh, appreciate everybody. Hail to the Wizards. And peace. See everybody next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.